Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top of Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, I'm Sir Delaney, so what? Right, it's the uh, the Ripley uh, Odyssey. Um, this will go out, we're recording this in late December, it'll go out in early January, I think. This will be the first one of the new year. So, Happy New Year. Happy and New Year, dickheads. To everyone. Yeah. We're right. recording this long you know before New Year, but I can guarantee what, what? that I'd have been in bed and sleeping by 20 <clears> past 10 at the latest on Christmas, on New Year's Eve. Oh, bless. Yeah, I love it. That's nice. I love an early night on New Year's <laughs> Eve. New- <laughs> Celebrating New Year <clears throat> is for babies, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's for fucking idiots. It's- Who goes out? I mean, if you go out, you can't get home again because there's no taxis, there's no buses or anything. Fucking what's even more stupid what's even more stupid though is the people who get older and they don't go out anymore and they go well we don't go out obviously so we're too old for that but we'll get some champagne and obviously we'll stay up right and you think we'll stay up more to Gerald Holland what are you fucking staying up for go out or don't go out right but if you're not fucking going out Mm. right then just fucking get, get to bed what are you doing staying up till midnight right to do what Say, say an arbitrary system of time measurement has moved on one degree, mm. so I'm going to fucking give you a kiss and have a glass of champagne before going to sleep, and now I'm super Nothing's tired. Nothing's changed. Nothing's fucking changed. Nothing's changed, does Nothing's it? changed. That's why New Year's resolutions, all that shit, it's bollocks. You don't have to review where you are, right? It's all transient, and it's all arbitrary, and time is a load of bollocks. Mm. Time's a fucking capitalist conspiracy, mate. To make you fucking, fucking be places yeah, at certain times, right? The man invented fucking time, and it's a load of bollocks. Right. So anyway, Ripley's Believe It or Not, yeah. this is the book. Um, we're going through it, random pages, and then we'll just discuss what's inside uh, the book. A capitalist conspiracy. Of course it's a capitalist right. conspiracy. Um, if not, people, think about the world before time, right? Before time existed, I don't know who made it up. I assume some time. Greek cunt. Right, Every, so time. everyone's just fucking wandering around. Everyone was like this and that, right? Everyone was a this and that then, and therefore nobody was. Everyone's wandering around, taking it easy, doing what they feel like when they feel like it. Then some fucking Frank Lampard type cunt turns up and goes, "I've decided yeah. from now on there shall be measurements based on <laughs> the, 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 the the sun rising in the sky, and and we shall all have mm. a structure to our day." And there will be things called deadlines and you must arrive at certain places at certain moments and you must do things to Mm. certain what I'm what I'm calling time limits. And there shall be appointments and there shall be things called calendars and diaries and we shall write things into them and you shall all obey the rules of time. And you're like, Mm. fucking hell, who put a fucking rod up your ass, cunt? 
right? Look, I've even invented something to me- a measuring device. It's called a clock. There's numbers on it and the hands move. Fucking hell. What a waste of time. We're all having a lovely um, fucking pit- chill out before you fucking turned up with your fucking clocks. Um, page 170, Sam. Right. Is, are, are page numbers a capitalist conspiracy as well? Uh, well, no, they make some things quite convenient, especially when, you, when you're dealing with an annual like this. <laughs> it is convenient. Oh, and we have got a brilliant Did, thing here. Yes. Shoe shack. Yes, we have. Can I read it out? Would you like to describe it? It's shoe a, shack. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah, house it. in the shape of a giant shoe, which is something like the one um, famously uh, occupied by old mother Hubbard. And um, it's... Now, she lived in a cupboard, man. Oh yeah, all right. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. Who lived in a shoe? Old Mother Hubbard lived in just just the old woman who lived in a shoe. Oh yeah, the old woman. The old woman who lived in a shoe was the woman who made living in shoes famous. And this is a real one. Yeah, Hubbard lived in a cupboard. And and it's fucking awesome. And who was it who swallowed a fly then? That was another old woman. Another old. I saw an old woman who swallowed a fly. Could be the same one. You don't know. They both remain unnamed and it anonymous. Was, um, it was just it was just part of the misogynist uh, culture of nursery yeah, rhymes, wasn't it? Really? Woman. These women weren't even given names. I've got a new character for this new nursery rhyme. <laughs> you finished that nursery rhyme yet? Yeah, no, I've, I've just I'm working on <laughs> the characters. Hell, it's about someone swallowing a fly. Yeah, have you worked out who it is? Well, I'm just going to say it was some old woman. There's no point giving her a name because they're all fucking interchangeable at the end of the day, aren't they? Shoe Shack. <laughs> An Airbnb in Nelson, New Zealand is channeling major fairy tale vibes. Oh, it's a bit racy use of language, Ripley. Based on the nursery mm. rhyme, there was an old woman who lived in a shoe. The house is shaped just like a boot and, appro- and appropriately named The Boot. The private cottage comes complete with a spiral staircase and sits on the Tasman coast. I would love to do that. We will contact okay. the owners, tell them that we've been publicising their rig on our massively popular yes. podcast and see if they will pay for us yes. to come over and broadcast from it. They'll have to pay for our flights as well, though, won't they? Oh, yeah, Obviously. we're all expenses. And I'm only going business class minimum. Hopefully and we'll stay for a fortnight. You can't go for just a week because of the jet lag and everything. Yeah. What we could do so, is we yeah, could we'll fly to Australia... Because if you're going to go that far, there's no point not seeing Australia while you're at it. It's a waste of a trip, if not. Should we do a month? Go to Australia. We'll do, we'll do Sydney, Melbourne. We'll go to Ayers Rock and all of that. And then afterwards, we'll go to New Zealand. Okay. This seems to be a shoe-related page. Mm. I think. It is, yeah. Uh, the, the, down down the there's some page. more shoe facts near the bottom. Uh, in 1978, German filmmaker Werner Herzog cooked and ate his shoe on film after losing a bet. Um, so there we are. Uh, the fact that this is, this is well known. This one, the founders of Adidas and Puma shoes were estranged German brothers, Adolf and Rudolf Dassler, yeah. who fell out with each other in 1948. We all know that. Um, yeah, that's poor. That's one of the worst things we've read in Ripley's Believe It or Not, because that's just something that is widely known. Yeah. No, they're not. All, no, they're not all shoe facts on this page. Um, baby account oh, I'd say fucking baby that Instagram account no that's shit okay Batboard um, as a protest against beach pollution surfer Taylor Lane from Santa Cruz California made a surfboard covered with 10,000 discarded cigarette butts stupid cunt that's nice 
Yeah, I'm Taylor Lane. Hi. Taylor Lane from California. I made a bit of a statement. I made a surfboard out of cigarette butts. Yeah, it makes you think, doesn't it? Because you've got to think about the environment. Real skeletons. During a scene in the 1982 film Poltergeist, oh, great ghost movie that, isn't it? Actress Jo Beth Williams Mm. swam with real skeletons because it was cheaper to buy them from a medical company than to create replicas. (laughs) Fucking hell. She, I think she was the child actress, the one who goes inside the t- gets sucked inside the TV. Yeah, get in that fucking swimming pool with all them skeletons and swim about. We're going to film you doing it. If I was her yeah. parent, I'd want a lot of money to let my kid do that. I mean, how much would you charge a film director to let your daughter swim about with a load of real skeletons? No, she wasn't. She was suburban housewife Diane Freeling. Oh, okay. Port the guy. She oh, wasn't the kid. Thank God for that. Well, that's all right. Yeah. But you know, it's still still bad though. It's, it's not a great. It's it's not a great page. This one. It's not a great page. Let's move on to another one. R- random. Oh, there was a, a rhyme we had as well for the the random blob. Random blob, do your job. Tell, Tell us it. where to put our gob. Yeah. Two hundred and six. Two hundred and six. Two hundred and six. Two hundred and six. Baby blues. And it's an Ethiopian Ethiopian boy with bright blue eyes. Um, nah, not interested in that. Uh, uh. What else is on the page? Uh, tea drinker. Nathan Derek Garner of England changed his name to Nathan Yorkshire Tea because he drinks 20 cups of tea every day. No. You fucking prick. What a knob. And anyway, I don't no. believe that he did it because of that. I reckon that Yorkshire Tea paid him. Because he could have just changed his name Probably. to Tea. He didn't have to do it branded. I mean, yeah. I agree that Yorkshire John Tea is the best tea, but he didn't have to put do a branding. Um, I Can I suggest a page? Um, far be it from me to override the random blob, but there is a page that I really want be, to get be, to, and we might never get before, to it. Just before, just... Yeah. D- 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 stop me there. Just before we move on to that, I'm staying on this page because there's a bit called Monkey Mischief and I need oh, to good. read that because anything yeah. that says Monkey Mischief always, has to be good. Always good, yeah. Uh, we should driver, change the name of the podcast dri- to Monkey Mischief. We could do, couldn't we? A driver was rear-ended in Zunyai City, China when she slammed on her brakes because she mistook the red butt of an escaped circus monkey which was perched on the pole above an intersection for a stoplight. So there was an escaped circus monkey with a red arse standing on a pole and a woman thought that it was a red light. That's bullshit. On page Didn't happen. one, two, three, which was the one I was about to suggest. In fact, the whole spread. So we're talking yeah. one, two, two and one, two, three. Um, by coincidence, the headline on that is monkeying around. And there is Yay. a bunch of monkeys with a, a little, a cute little child in amongst them all. What's this all about? Well, let's find out. <coughs> Two-year-old Samarth Bangari has befriended a pack of 20 Langur monkeys in his home village of Alipur, Karnataka, in India. No one is quite Good. sure why these primates took such a liking to Samarth, but for months they've been practically inseparable. The Langurs will, like s- will sneak into the toddler's room in the early morning hours to wake him up to play, and Samarth will bring food from home to give to his primate friends. Well, I think that might be a clue as to why they like him so much. Yeah. When this first yeah. began, the boy's parents worried the monkeys would hurt him, but so far there have been no incidents. In fact, the monkeys seem extremely protective, even possesses of Samarth. Well, I'd be fucking worried about that, because they uh, might try and nick him. Yeah, the they're going to kidnap him, aren't they? Yeah, yeah or you, eat him. Your human parents yeah. are complete bastards. 
Like, well, if you come and live with us, we'll let you stay up. You you won't even have a bedtime. We're monkeys. We don't even recognise time. We think it's a capitalist conspiracy, right? So there'll be no worrying about what time you go to bed or how long you're allowed on the iPad or anything like that. You just see you know, It's timeless. You just do well, what yeah. you want. The other week, we nicked the telly out of an house and now we keep it in our den and it's got Cartoon Network on. Are you allowed to watch Cartoon Network? I bet you're not because you're only two. Come round with us. You can watch Cartoon Network. Even when you get older, regular show. your parents will say that you can watch Cartoon Network, but only for a certain limited amount of time after school, you know, like one hour. Well, one hour means nothing to us in our world. We don't acknowledge hours, seconds or minutes. So well, you can literally stick Cartoon Network on and just watch it for as long as you fucking like, right? Sit there for fucking days on end if you your want. eyes start to hurt. They've got everything. They've got t- we just look- Teen Titans. They've got, you know, everything. Adventure time. Yeah, we just live in the fucking moment, and the moment is usually watching Cartoon Network. <laughs> Come on, it'll be, it'll be fucking great. Fuck those bastards. And then we might eat you. Well, yeah, <laughs> one thing I will... No, shut up, he's just joking. I was going to say, one thing we can guarantee is if you come and live with us, right, you. and sack off your fucking human parents, I promise you now, looking in your eye, monkey to man, we will never fucking eat you, right? And that is my promise. <laughs> So what do you say? Are you coming or aren't you? <laughs> if, there's, if there's one thing you can associate with monkeys, it's trust. You can always trust a monkey. <laughs> we will definitely not eat you. Probably. Um, on page on the opposite page, you've got to read this bit, cat scan, about this lion. This is an amazing image, isn't it? Okay. Okay, I'll read that one out. It says, in a quirky, ironic twist, Ooh. a 14-year-old African lion named Tomo had a cat scan at the Columbus Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. The big cat's home is just one of six zoos in the United States with the imaging machine on site. And with it, veterinarians determined that an infection within Tomo's gums was localised. The king of the jungle is expected to make a full recovery. Look at the lion there. The poor lion. He's been sedated and they've got him all bound up, presumably in case the poor cunt wakes up. Sometimes you can wake yeah. up in the middle of a sedation and the lion would go, yeah. understandably, would go mad. It'd be like, what the fuck is this? Where am I? Why am yeah. I inside a big machine? Who are you, cunts? Mm-hmm. Where's my fucking mates? No, this is bullshit. I'm going mad and I'm going to fucking eat everyone. <laughs> I need me mates. I need me mates. <laughs> Where are my lion well, mates? Um, you- <laughs> you think that I've maybe some marksmen with rifles trained on him just in case he woke up yeah definitely but they <laughs> oh seem my god he's relaxed. awake he's awake neutralise the lion neutralise the lion shoot shoot the asshole <laughs> even though they're lion bets they're specialist lion bets and a minute ago they were going I love the lion why did I go into being a lion vet I love them I think they're beautiful majestic creatures I I adore them I feel a real affinity with them oh my god it's woken up shoot the asshole shoot him in the brains cut don't shoot don't shoot the machine the, sh- the machine is important and expensive just keep shooting the lion shoot it in its head and in all of its vital organs until it's dead. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell, what are you doing? I thought you were lion vets. Your job is to heal me, not to kill me. Ah! <laughs> I've only got a fucking gum infection. Fucking <laughs> hell. Shoot its gums uh. up. Shoot it in the mouth. 
Jalapeño. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Jalapeño. Lion Vets would be a great daytime soap opera, wouldn't it? We should write that and pitch it. Yeah. Lion Vets. Like, set in America with really uh. handsome actors, like the ones you used to get in Falcon Crest. And it's about uh. a team of lion vets yeah. in California. And all the lions in the world get flown Fucking there because they're the top specialists. This is, this is oh, the top God. lion treatment facility in the whole of the world. Only the very best of the best get to work here. And we have some of the world's most demanding lions flown in from all corners of planet Earth to be treated by our elite team of lion vets. However, it's not just the lion vetting that takes up our time. There are also various romances going on between the lion vets behind the scenes. <laughs> There is also a battle. There is a battle for ownership of the Lion Vet Enterprises Limited between the family who own it and a new usurper from out of town. There you go, mate. I've written it already. Actual lions. You up? Would we have to have actual lions in it though? No, we'll get um, panto lions to play the lions. Panto lions, yeah. Yeah. People in lion suits, good. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) it. Raw. Raw. I've got. I've got kidney stones, lion <laughs> kidney stones. No one back in Africa where all the doctors are shite in Africa and no one's been able to fucking oh, treat God. it. So I've come over here to the lion vet fucking treatment centre in California. Who can help me out? <laughs> oh, God. This is a good one. Slow escape. A giant tortoise named Abu that escaped from Japan's Shibukawa Animal Park was found two weeks later, just 500 feet away. The <laughs> <laughs> escaped tortoise managed to get 500 feet in two weeks. Uh, oh, fucking hell. Oh, you've got I've me. had enough of this okay. now. It's enough. a fair cop. Fucking hell. I thought I'd, How far did I get? I thought I'd confounded the authorities. How far did I get? 20 miles, 50 miles, 100 miles. Oh, 500 feet? 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> Poor tortoise. Good fact Poor here. Abu. The tongue of a blue whale can weigh as much as an adult elephant and is so big an entire football team could stand on it. Well, fuck wow. me. Which which football team? Does it say? Doesn't say, no. and I don't know. This is sort of, this has got quite American vibes, this book, so I think maybe they mean mm. a gridiron team. How many maybe people are in a gridiron team? team? Yeah. How many? I think some, it's somewhere between 10 and 15, I think. I, I don't know, but I, you've got to no. ke- take the helmets and the uniforms into I think it's, They're wider. They're wider men, aren't they? Because they've got the, the shoulder pads and everything. I think it's 36 people in an NFL gridiron team. Is it? There's fucking loads of them. Okay. You see loads of them on the pitch, and then you see okay. loads of them hanging around at the edge as well. Yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. Um, useful legs, it says. Sea spiders not only breathe through their long legs. Wow. But also females store their eggs in their legs. Whoa. How about that? That's where... Um, Keep their eggs in their legs. Don't female humans store their eggs in their legs as well? Um, they're in the kit with their bums, don't they? Oh, yeah, that's it. The bum eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so you get pregnant, kids, see? Right, your mum, she had a load of eggs stored up in her bum, Right. <laughs> and when we're having a special cuddle, one of them eggs comes out, right, and mixes up. Comes out of our bum. Yeah, out of our bum and mixes up with what's in Dad's ball bag. And then that's you. That's that's what makes you. It's like baking a cake, see? Dad's, dad, Dad's got like, it's kind of like washing up liquid, but magic <laughs> in his ball bag. <laughs> that mixes up with a bum egg and then, uh, you know, kids happen. Great. No, don't, 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 don't cry, don't cry. It's a magical story. I'm telling you, it's very important. This is a, this is a beautiful moment where I tell you how, how life works, how it's it nature. comes about. Why are you crying? Uh, uh, is this going to be the prey. last one of these? We said we're only going to do this. We said we're only yeah, going to do this. That's why Christmas, we're doing we? this animal section because the animal section is the best one, right? And so if we can just do the uh, last couple of animal facts. We'll move on probably to the Michael Owen deep dive in the new year. Which will be back to the. Oh, I sort want of... to do this for some more weeks. Oh, okay. No, oh. I want to do this for a bit longer. I'm enjoying this. Let's get back to the random number generator. Okay. Come on. One nine eight. I've got a feeling we've done that already. No, we haven't. Wow, one nine eight. Flying Wallenders. Seven person chair pyramid. It's a high wire act and. It's the Wallender family who've been shocking audiences with their high-wire act since the 1920s. Perhaps their most famous and dangerous stunt is the seven-person chair pyramid, which in 1962 sadly resulted in the death of two performers and left the third paralysed from the waist down. Ah, that's not so um, not so good. Um, quite sad. Never mind. Well, they've got a little sidebar section here called What's in a Name? Interesting. Winner, okay. winner... Lane, with that. Winner Lane of New York has been arrested more than 30 times. Meanwhile, his younger brother, Loser Lane, earned a prep school scholarship, mm-hmm. graduated from college and joined the New York Police Department. That is irony, isn't it? Winner Lane has been arrested 30 times. That's Loser weird. Lane got a scholarship. James, now they call this nominative That's... determination, don't they? Where a name, yeah. what you are called, influences what you become. Okay, but it's the opposite. In that it's, it's, case, it's the opposite, it's the opposite, isn't it? 
So James M. Fail was a successful businessman who never named anything after himself until he helped fund the building of the University of Alabama's visitors' locker room, now officially known as the Fail Room. That's good, isn't it? National Hockey League player Larry Playfair was well known for getting into fights in the rink. Well, they're struggling now. On October the 2nd, 2017, yes, Chief Daniel Outlaw was sworn in as Chief of Police in Portland, Oregon. Mm, still poor. Wow. When Archbishop James L. Sin was appointed as head of the Catholic Church in the Philippines, he became known as Cardinal Sin. Oh, I like that. And lastly, the only member of the famously bearded band ZZ Top to not sport facial hair is their drummer, Frank Beard. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. Yeah, we all know that. Obvious. I can't believe you've read all of those out when just underneath that to the left is a picture of someone sitting in a flying bathtub. Yeah, air sads. That's good, isn't it? It's brothers Johannes and Philip Mickenbecker successfully built a flying bathtub, built like a drone and boasting 120 horsepower, a pilot was able to ride round in the remote control contraption around Hertzberg, Germany. The pair are known as the real life guys online and post their wild builds to YouTube. Hi, we are the real life guys. We go out and we do real life stuff like making a bathtub fly around. It's real life. This is how life is. Yeah, groovy, yeah? Yeah? <laughs> Fucking hell. Deal with it, as they say. Hand walker. Yeah. Dira Abahoy from Tigray, Ethiopia, can climb mountains by walking on his hands. Abahoy, who practices hand walking for six hours every day, can also pull cars and even carry people on his back while doing handstands. When they write things like that but don't show pictures, it just always sounds like a Billy bullshit, doesn't it? Like someone's just, just written it in. Up fills from space in. They've written yeah. it in. Dear Ridley's, yeah. be please believe it or not, my name is Dira Abahoy. I'm from Ethiopia. I can climb mountains on my hands, right? I practice it six hours a day, <laughs> and also I can pull cars. P.S. I even carry people on my back while doing handstands. I hope this makes the book. Do I win five pounds? DTFN, Dira Abahoy, Tigray, Ethiopia. And there's another one. There's another one down there. It just says full mouth. And it says, Manoj Kumar Mahanra of Odisha, India, can stuff 459 drinking straws into his mouth at once. Mm. Well, let's have a picture of it then. Let's see him do it. Let's fucking see it. And also, why not 458? Why not 460? Is it always 459? What the fuck? Madness. Fucking madness. I don't know. Let's, um, let's have another quick one more page before we wrap this up. Page 18. That's near the front. That might be a good one. Because they crammed all the shit at the back, haven't they? Have Close bit, yeah. shave. It's it's oh, a yeah. contraption that was able to shave a dozen men at the same time. Um, and then Eric Sykes brought it back for a TV show, which never aired. Now that's just ridiculous. Yeah, and like, why um, would why would anyone have fucking invented that? It's stupid. Here's a good title though that uh, has drawn attracted my eye: Shark Repellent. To deter shark attacks, okay. father and son duo Colin and Simon Brooker of Cardiff, Wales, weird, there's no sharks around there, have developed a device that when attracted, when attached to a surfboard, slowly releases a chemical based on the scent of dead sharks. Fucking <laughs> hell. Sharks have an excellent sense of smell and can sniff out prey from nearly two miles away. Well, that's not going to put them off, is it? Mm. They might, if they smell a dead shark, knowing sharks, they'll think, fucking hell, let's go and feast on its corpse. 
They'd have no qualms about yeah. doing that. Um, Seagull Vandals. Yeah. Shall we try that yeah. one? Nick Burchill from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Canada, was banned from the five-star Fairmont Empress Hotel in Victoria, British Columbia, for 17 years after his room was trashed by seagulls. He was taking a small suitcase full of pepperoni. What? A small suitcase full of pepperoni. What's in your suitcase, just mate? Navy fr- just some pepperoni. Just pepperoni. <laughs> I'm taking it to some. I'm taking it to some Navy friends. Uh, he was taking it to some Navy friends and worried worried the food would get too warm on the hotel room. He laid it out on the table near the window ledge and left the window open. When he returned from a walk, he found 40 seagulls feasting on the pepperoni and the room in a state of disarray. So, yeah. And the management of the hotel have gone, Right, right, Birchall, you're barred. You're barred for 17 years. Don't come back for another 17 years. Not 16, (laughs) not 15, 17. There's a 17-year ban, which is the most severe ban we have in our rule book. Read the small print. You prick. Oh, look at this. Sp- and when you do come back, and when you do come back, right, don't bring the pepperoni again, all right? Because we'll just double the ban. No, pepperoni. Space kebab. To promote his new restaurant, Pascal Luthold launched a kebab 124,000 feet into space. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great promotional idea. Um, attached to a weather balloon in Zurich, Switzerland. The kebab crashed back down to earth two hours later, frozen solid. That could have killed someone, couldn't it? <laughs> could have, couldn't it, yeah. They often well, used to know. say, when you were a kid, you said, do you know that if you drop a pea from, uh, a frozen pea from the top of the Empire State yeah. Building, it would kill someone, if, like, who was yeah, walking on the road. straight through the top that of the red, people used to, yeah. When you're a kid, it momentum. when you're a kid, people always went on about, that was like almost the number one fact of the early 80s in playgrounds, wasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And um, I've never done it. No, no one's done it as far as I know, but a space kebab. This mad bastard, just to promote mm. his restaurants, fired it. I mean, if a pea could do that from the top of the Empire State, imagine what a frozen ke- kebab could do, Andy, from outer space. It could obliterate a town, Sam. Easily. And I don't know why the scientists have put so much time and money into splitting the atom and creating all of these, like, fucking nuclear weapons, when really they could have just been fucking catapulting kebabs into fucking space and letting them drop on their enemies, because it would have done just as much damage and it would have been a hell of a lot fucking cheaper. The Cold War would have been over a lot fucking quicker, probably. And that's probably why you and I should be in charge of science, Sam. uh, And of NATO. Yeah. I keep hearing right, NATO's on its episode. last legs, and I, whenever I hear that on the radio, I keep thinking they should put me and Andy in charge. We'd give it a rebrand, shake things up a bit. We'd do some kind of takeover bid. Yeah. Could do, couldn't we? Crowdfund it. Yeah. Right, that's it from this one. That's enough. That's enough now. Just rest. Happy New just Year. Rest. Yeah, just rest, kids. And remember, time is a capitalist conspiracy. But. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 